So welcome to today's episode where I'll be talking to Claire Heritage about how it took almost two years for her to make the decision to become a self-employed estate agent. In this episode, she talks about the difficulties and concerns she had, but also what life is like now. So welcome, Claire. Hi, Sean. Thank you for joining us today. No, thank um, you. Um, so I'd like to start just by understanding your journey. Um, so how did you start an estate agency? Well, that's a good question. Um, try not to bore you too much, but I always knew from a very early age, rightly or wrongly, that I wanted to be an estate agent. How it started um, was actually I did um, GMVQ business at school. So when I was in year 10, I actually did work experience at a local estate agent. Okay. Um, so I did that for two weeks. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. It was um, obviously going back... 16 years now, uh, yeah. give or take. Um, so yeah, very interesting, but I absolutely loved it. I ended up doing case studies on that particular business. And then subsequently, once I left school, I knew that that was the line that I wanted to go down. So started NVQs in a state agency, got in it there, um, did lots of training, um, got through that. And then I moved over to rugby and started with um, a local independent over here. Um, I was there for um, just less than a year really before I thought, no, I need to take the ball by the horns as such. And then I went to work for a corporate. Um, So I went to work for Countrywide. Um, I know many people have worked for Countrywide um, and it's a good basis, to be honest. Um, Training's really good. Um, And that was uh, how I started there. I was um, sales negotiator. Then I started with the listing front um, but then unfortunately, 2007, they were making redundancies. So I took a, a, a plunge really to do something completely different, always been interested in marketing. So I went and I was a sales representative for the local newspaper. Yeah. I did that for nine years, um, property advertising. So not stepping too far away, still talking, made lots of friends as estate agents as well, which was great. Yeah. Um, and that was really my role into it. And then had children, had the family life, and um, then decided that I wanted a bit more again. So started with Fine and Country. Um, Again, marketing um, with local newspapers was changing quite a lot. Everything was changing to digital media. So I thought, no, I've got to take the plunge again and do something out of my comfort zone. And uh, I was employed for Fine and Country um, as an administrator initially. Yeah. And what what did that role entail? Um, assisting the branch and um, everybody on all the staff members at the branch. So listing the properties, doing all the administration behind it, preparing property details, dealing with our studio department, behind the scenes legal paperwork, making sure that all the files were kept up to date before we had everything on a, yeah. on a server, everything was in a paper file. So that, that was really my role to make sure that everybody knew where they were supposed to be at any given time, I suppose. So I would say probably the backbone of any office, you know, the things that you do probably don't don't get all the credit. You know, so sometimes it's the the lister getting the credit for getting the listings, or the salesperson getting the credit mm. for the. But there's a lot of that goes on in the background behind the scenes. So yeah, um, for me to do my role is enabling someone else to do theirs. So yeah. without everybody working together, I suppose, and you wouldn't have that well-oiled machine that. Mm. Uh, that it was but um yeah very important behind the scenes team are usually very uh, yeah good very important and so uh, when you were doing that role did you think i want to become 
an estate agent again and list houses and sell houses? Is that something you'd got in the back of your mind? I did. Initially, that really wasn't on my mind. I thought I'm happy being behind the scenes. I had mm. a young family as well. So time was really important um, mm. with regards to that. So at the time when I started, to be honest, no, it really didn't cross my mind. But the more I got back into the job, the more that I saw the possibilities and my role changed quite a bit actually over the course of the next few years I suppose um, with what I was actually involved with and uh, the possibilities are endless when you're moving and, and looking at what can be done so yeah. that was when I thought yes I, w- I want to get back into sales and, and doing it. Okay so obviously the a lot of the agents are self-employed agents and that's something that that obviously um, you looked at um, but I think it was something you'd probably considered for a while, it wasn't something you just sort of, I'm going to do it and jumped in and made a quick decision. That was probably something you were considering for maybe a couple of years. Mm. So I'd be interested to know what your what your thoughts were really, what your um, thought process was, um, and did you have concerns? What were your things, what were you thinking about the whole model? It took me a very long time, um, and you're not off at all with a couple of years. It must have been at least a couple of years. Um, I like to think usually I'm a very safe and I like security behind me, I suppose. Um, never had the guts to, to make any, any big plunges, but um, actually, yes, there was a lot of thought process. For me, I was absolutely terrified. I had commitments, mortgages, um, you know, family to feed, children, mm. and actually the thought of not having the backup of a regular income, mm. it scared the life out of me. Mm. Um, so yeah, I did sit on the fence for, for quite a while with regards to that. Um, I think it's a massive decision for anybody to actually make that right, that move to say, yes, I'm going to be my own boss. Mm. Your destiny is in your own hands at that point. So you, you make yourself accountable yeah. for everything that you do and you justify everything to yourself. Mm. So it's scary, um, very daunting. Even now, you know, I'm fairly new as to, to self-employment and I still have those wobbly moments, I suppose. Mm. But actually the benefits for that are outweighed, if I'm yeah. honest. So going back to the decision process, mm. You mentioned two very valid reasons. One, obviously, that you know that you've got the security of a regular wage, going self-employed. There's no guarantees. You you, you literally you know eat what you kill. You know, so um, it is quite daunting. Um, so, uh, so what changed your mind then? You know, at what point did you think, no, I, I want to take that, make that decision. It was a bit of a mixture. Um, Obviously, we've had lockdown in the mix as well. But even before then, this has always been on the cards, potentially. Mm. Um, Taking the plunge, I always said that I'd like to to know that I can safely do it. We all know we're not going to earn anything straight away. So you have to have um, a backup in place, I suppose. Um, Then when we were locked down and I was originally furloughed for a couple of months and then you have time to reflect I suppose as to what you really want to do and did a lot of reading did a lot of online courses and behind the scenes and then you think no if I don't do it now I'm never going to take that plunge Mm. um we didn't know and no one knew where the property market was going to go coming out of lockdown so again you assess it for I gave it another few weeks but then it's like no you've got to just say I'm doing it because if you sit on it for too long, yeah. you'll never, ever do it. Yeah. So the decision really was when I came back from um, furlough, I was working at home doing admin, being behind the scenes. 
it was a nightmare to be honest we've all been in that situation where we've got young children at home yeah. constantly demanding yeah. um they can't go to school you can't do their schoolwork. you're tied to the computer as well you know your yeah. whole working life is on that machine yeah. um and i sat there and i just thought no I, I need something more i need to test my brain a bit more as well mm. and i need to be able to have a a, a a look at really a lifestyle change for myself and the children yeah more so than anything so that to me was the biggest decision was deciding no i want to be my own boss being in charge of my own diary yeah. and making my own decisions for myself yeah. um, and then i've only got myself to blame if anything didn't go right you know it's up to yeah. me yeah and so were there any other, um, what's the word I'm looking for, things that were stopping you in your head? I mean, obviously we talked about fear, mm. you know, that's a real, a real feeling for a lot of people, that fear of the unknown, the fear, am I good enough? Can I do this? What if I fail? You know, not just the financial implications, but, you know, almost like the public embarrassment of, oh, Mm. failed I mean how did you deal did you have those fears and how did you deal with it it's a lot about confidence as well and I think um again I suppose knowing that I've done the job previously knowing what I learned when I was working um in my original role and how that's adapted and how things changed I thought actually mm. no I've done that I, I've made that change so when you've got that social proof actually that you can say well look how far I've come in the last six years mm. let's see where the next six years is going to take me really so yeah. for me it was about building the confidence back yeah. up knowing that yes I can go out and do it by myself you, know, you you can shadow lots of people you can you can listen and you can read and learn from lots um yeah. that's available to you but if you've got the self-confidence to go and do it then that's really important but I think we all worry about fear and rejection mm. it's like if we lose a listing to another agent you yeah. know yes you take that personally I know I do whether yeah. that's right or wrong yeah. um but it's going to happen and you have to pick yourself up from that and move on. Yeah. Um, I think lots. in this industry, you have to be able to deal with rejection. You know, it's going to be part of them and disappointments mm. because, you know, things don't always go to plan. But um, before we go into that, so you made the decision, mm. um, there's still early days. So how long have you been now, you know, actively self-employed estate agent? Work? Five months Okay. Yeah, I'm five months in. Okay. So it's still early days. Very early. <laughs> Tell us what's changed and, and how you feel about it at the moment. If you'd asked me five months ago, I wouldn't think that I'd be sitting in this situation. It takes a lot of hard work to get yeah. yourself up and running. You can't deny that. Yeah. Um, but it's been so rewarding. The feedback that I've had from people who I have dealt with over the past few months, when you're left a, a lovely, you know, sparkling review you actually sit down and think actually I know I can do this yeah. and that's proof of the pudding that, yeah. that you can do it yeah. don't get me wrong it's difficult you know you're on call pretty much 24 7 the amount of times your mobile phone goes off yeah. while we're driving in the car and sometimes the children are in the back especially my lung you're my youngest son and um I say mummy please don't answer the phone <laughs> please not again it's yeah. ringing again yeah. but at the same time that's also good because to be fair they're involved in my journey as well and um, mm. it's important for them to to know a good work, work ethic as well which which yeah. to me is really important yeah. um but it's very rewarding um in five months i think i've achieved what i wanted to achieve yeah. we all want more listings or we all want more activity if we've had a quiet week but 
overall, mm. I'm so pleased that I made that decision to to take that plunge. Good. I really am. Well, that's great to hear. And first of all, I want to congratulate you for taking that decision because it is a big step and takes a lot of bravery. But you know, you will be rewarded or are being rewarded, but I don't want to make it sound too rosy and too glossy and it's all Mm. sunshine and rainbows. There are some downsides. If you experience some downsides, you know, I want people to hear the good and the bad. What's what's the bad side of it? The the problem, not the problem, but the main issue that you've got when you're self-employed, there's a lot more at stake. One, you're taking everything personally, which to me, having a glowing review or or knowing that I've done a good job for somebody is is the important goal. Maintaining that as well... We're, we're in sales at the end of the day things go wrong yeah. um when you have a bit of a, a rocky week we all have them i had one last week yeah three sales potentially on the brink literally right on the brink of what falling, of falling through when yeah. you think wow that's three sales that you've worked so hard yeah. to put together have i made the right decision have we chosen the right buyer i don't want to let my clients down when all of that's happening behind the scenes you question yourself mm. first of all and and that's quite hard sometimes to do um but actually it makes you stronger when you're overcoming these objections you're learning as you go as well because we've had lots of problems that have arose over the last you know couple of weeks that actually is is, is brilliant from my point of view because actually if that happened again further down the line and i've got the experience Luckily, none of the sales have fallen through. So oh, you pull yourself out of a, of, yeah. of a bad week. But when you're in that situation where you think that everything's coming, crashing down, I mean, three sales for a pipeline when you're self-employed, that's the mm. difference between having a Christmas dinner in a few months' time to, to not. You know, yeah. we're, we're always working further down the line to, yeah. to where we are now. So you do think, right, something's got to happen here. Yeah. What do I need to do? Um, it does test you. That's probably the biggest. And the fear for me is not being able to pay my mortgage at the end of the month yeah. um, and being able to put food on the table. That yeah. that to me is key. That's why we, we all go to work. I yeah. um, you know, take the enjoyment out of it as well. But mm. that's the real reason that, that we all do this. Um, and yeah, and it's difficult. Ha- and obviously that's a, a valid point there. But and h- how, obviously it's a concern if you don't sell any houses, you don't, earn any money and don't eat mm-hmm. um, but is that a motivator as well a driver for you uh, absolutely yeah I want to do well personally as well yeah. and um, I think yeah it's everyone's drive to want to do it but because it's me I know that I'm the only person who can change whatever's in front of you mm. and again you come back to that confidence as well is once you've got the confidence and what to be honest once you've taken the plunge to go self-employed you're halfway there yeah. so to be honest you think actually no I've got through this before we can do it again you know you're building up yeah. from scratch yeah. um but it's all good it, it, it's a learning curve everything will work out okay in the end it's just how you get to that point really yeah. but yes it is daunting I do sit there sometimes with my head in my hands thinking oh my goodness it's been such a bad day I've got you know people ring you when you're self-employed and your mobile numbers are on the boards they're everywhere across social media you can't escape anyone you know mm. you're, you're there constantly at the forefront of of the minds of people and your phone rings, your phone rings all the time, yeah. whether it's nine o'clock on a Sunday evening or yeah. just as England are about to kick off for the World <laughs> Cup final or or something like that. You just think, OK, yeah. right. No, it's right now. But that's part of the job and that's what you take on. Yeah. And through it so all, it's good. So it can be very demanding. Mm. No doubt about it. It's not 
for everybody and it's yeah. certainly not an easy street um what's the flip side you know what's what are the benefits and what what have you found that you've really enjoyed or what what's what's worked well for you it's having that flexibility yeah. um i think flexibility is a really good word um and <sighs> Again, you can look after yourself to a certain degree. You have that better work-life balance. You know where you've got to be. You know what commitments you've got and Mm. you know what you need to fulfil, really. Um, So for me, it's enabled me to have that extra bit of time at home where I do need to be, make sure that, you know, everything's working and everyone still gets to school on time and, you know, homework is done, kind of. But, uh, you know, from that point of view, it's been really important for me and to take that lifestyle amend mm. um yeah i think grab it. for mothers with kids you know and you know families and a household to look after it's certainly there's there's definitely some benefits you know you haven't got to be being in an office at a certain time being told what to do mm-hmm. you have got a little bit of uh well not a little bit you've got complete autonomy you plan your diary and you can say well i'm not going to do any appointments tomorrow afternoon mm. because i want to spend the afternoon with the kids and you can turn your phone off and probably send it to voicemail or even to a, to a colleague or we've got uh, phone answering mm. services um and also maybe this is something you, you could do is you know i i do set boundaries with my sellers you know i say look i'm available seven days a week up until eight o'clock in the evening so it's setting a boundary. Mm. Your boundary might be 8, 30, 9 o'clock, 10 yeah. o'clock. Or you might say I'm available 24 hours a day. Um, or, you know, if it's an emergency, you can say, like, just drop me a WhatsApp message. Because a WhatsApp message, you don't oh, mind dealing yeah. with that at a certain time. But, but yeah, I mean, maybe you perhaps maybe set some some boundaries, but you are on call. Um, but I guess the flip side is the clients like that mm. and they want that. I use it as a bit of a selling tool, really. Yeah. Um, I like... The fact, yes, okay, I'm in my very early stages. So, well, you know, we all bend over backwards. We, you know, the, the object when you're in sales, you like to have that finished end product, don't you? And you want someone to say, you've done a fantastic job. Thank you. Yeah. The thank you at the end of it is what makes it all worthwhile. So you yeah. can handle having calls at all times. And I think when I'm going out there and, and I'm looking and, and talking to people and sitting in front of them on a market appraisal, actually, it's a really good tool to say, look, I do have a small, you know, young family um, and small children. So apologies if ever I pick up the phone and you can hear somebody screaming in the background or they have another tea or this is me. I'm trying to multitask with everything that I do, really. But actually, that allows you to have that rapport with people. Um, Mm. And they've probably been in that situation, too, where they've had to bring up a young family. Mm. So they understand and actually, most of the time, if you're picking up the phone call at half seven, eight o'clock, even 10 o'clock of an evening, yeah. then actually they appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and I suppose there, there do need to be some boundaries, but actually you get out of it what you put into it. And mm. if at the end of the day, they can only talk to me of an evening and once my children are in bed, well, actually, yeah. is it really any skin off my nose, I suppose, to be... You know, helping everybody. And I guess mm-hmm. these these clients, they've probably got work, they're at work during the yeah. day, they've got their kids to deal with and maybe in the evening is the best time. And actually, if that means in an hour in the evening, you're dealing with some of your clients, but you get your afternoons to pick the kids up or yeah. drop them off. or So, yeah, it's interesting. So it's still early days. Um, what do you think the future looks like? You know, is this something you think it might not work? I'll give it a go. Or are you 100% all in and this is the future for you? What's... 100% all in. I yeah. didn't I didn't go into this to question it in a few months or even a few years down the line. 
that I know this is what I want to do. It's what I've wanted to do since I was very young yeah. with regards to property and houses. I like, I love it actually. I like the way that it adapts. Yeah. You know, every every few months, something new will come into place. There, there'll yeah. be something new to try. Look at us when we were all running around trying to get photographs to the newspapers. So on on my flip side of the the job that I did before, when everyone's panicking to get their newspaper deadlines in or thinking, oh my goodness, I haven't yeah. pressed the submit button when we did eventually go online and and looking at it like that. And now, literally, you can click a button, everything's there, everything's in front of you. Social media, how's that changed in the last three years, especially? Yeah. Mm. It was just starting to change as I came into FNC, I suppose, mm. six years ago. But actually look where we've taken that mm. and the possibilities with it yeah. as well. Yeah. And a video is worth, what do they say is a video, well, a picture's worth more than a thousand words. Mm. Well, what, what's a video for the mm. sake of doing video content? You're reaching a bigger audience and mm. um, it's a rapport building tool too. Totally. Well, what I'd perhaps like to do in the, in the next video is discuss sort of what you do and how you do mm. it and, and some of the tips and advice you can give to other states agents. Um, but before, before we go to that I mean what I really just want to finish the story then okay. so we st we talked about where you started we talked about that decision process and, and how you went through going from being an employee to, to effectively running your own business and I guess the ups and downs of, of being a self-employed agent there's going to be lots of other people out there that have, that can relate to some of the comments you've made and um, the, the, the journey you've had but are probably at that point now on the fence um what would be your advice to them or, or is it, is it right for everybody and uh, um, is it the right timing or what have they got to consider to see if it's. If you sit there and think about timing, like I did for over two years ago, there has to be a point where you draw a line underneath mm. it. My biggest thing was having a bit of a safety net. Yeah. in the bank yeah. um it's not all about the money however when you're interested in taking that plunge and you want to going into it without having any backup i'd, I'd say that oh, i would feel better if i had a little bit of a safety net that was extremely important for me so it's building that up and yeah. that can be that, that can be a slow process and it can yeah. take you a little a little while um but if you say if you do there'll never be a right time okay it's like when you decide to have children is, is any time yeah. the right time to do that yeah. You, you have to make a life decision and as scary as it is take it and run with it and just be yourself mm. and if you be yourself and you're confident with what you can do then hopefully you can grow it yourself and um, people will will like that and you can plan for it i mean mm. you can plan and say well i'm not going to do it now but i could do it in three six months mm -hmm. time or 12 months time or two years time and whether that's saving some money for for, for when you do it or building your personal brand, you know, getting, making, putting videos out there and, and getting people to know you. If you're a currently a state agent, you can make sure you're getting a good, good results with your clients and they're going to recommend you mm -hmm. so that when you do take the plunge, you know, you've got people who are going to come back to you to do business and stuff like that. So, you know, it might be worth planning. Um, yeah, well, it's, it's been fascinating. I'm really pleased because I, I just love seeing people do well. And, you know, I, I want people to earn a good, mon good money, have a great um, lifestyle um, and enjoy the finer things in life. How do you, I mean, we haven't touched on the financials, but, you know, 
where do you see the future? Are you going to be better off financially? Do you feel that you're going to be um, having a better lifestyle? What's, have you planned for the future and how you want this to pan out? Yeah, we all have targets. I I know, and the business planning, as you just touched on, really having that plan, whether you don't do it now, whether you do it three or six months down the line, it might be that you've, you know, you've got a small child in nursery and you actually want to wait till they're at school, then that's also important to plan yeah. as, as well. Um, I know roughly what I need to be doing personally to make it so I can break even. So I'm always comfortable that if I know that I can break even with what I need for my outgoings, mm. that's, again, a big deal for me. So I know that I know what I need. Yeah. I think when you're looking at it, your figures are very important. Yeah. Um, I like a good spreadsheet. I'm thinking everyone knows yeah. I like a good spreadsheet. And when everything... It, when you look, it's easier to look at something when it's written down yeah. rather than it just being in your head all the time. I, I still have a, an old fashioned diary, even though I love computers, but an old fashioned diary just to, it's there as my backup. If you know what you've got to do, you're in control of that. Yeah. Um, so yes, I'm hoping that it will only build and, and get better, but yeah. I also know what a bad month will look like. Yeah. Um, and in a way, it's not really a bad month because you might just be reallocating your time somewhere else to be able to do different things. So it's just a different mindset of doing things, but I definitely have personal goals. Great, great. And it's not just about the money. How is it with family life, kids, lifestyle? What's what's changed? A lot's changed over the last uh, few months, um, quite considerably, really. That I found actually that the children like to get more involved with what I'm doing because they can see that I'm probably a bit more relaxed about it. I know what timescales I'm working towards. So actually that they've got a better understanding as, as to what I do. Brilliant. That's really good because that's also teaching them at the same time. But um, it, it's just good to have that balance. I know where I've got to be at certain times, when I need to pick the children up, when I can work a full day, when I can't. Yeah. You know, it's all swings and roundabouts. But yeah, it's a big change, very scary. But overall, it's it's fantastic. And overall, it provides me with a little less stress that I know I've got to be at my desk for 9am or I've got to leave the house by quarter past eight to get through the rush hour traffic. You just don't have that anymore. It's <laughs> a lot more relaxed yeah. to that degree. And um, yeah, so what if I've left something at home? That's fine. I haven't got an appointment or I don't have to be anywhere or clock yeah. in and clock out. And that's really important. And I know that I can provide my clients with the service that I do really. Yeah. It makes me a lot more relaxed. Yeah, good. And I guess you're your role as, a, as an estate agent now looking after your clients, that you're able to give more time mm. to each one, are you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's really good. Um, communication, I think, is a lot better. We're all on the same page. We're yeah. all looking after looking after our own listings. You know, if someone rings you, you can just reel off what's going off straight away. You don't need to say, oh, let, let me just log on or let me just grab your file because yeah. it makes it look as though it's literally just yeah. another f a file that, that's being you know, sat yeah. on someone's desk. It's very personalised. I like that. Great rapport with some of my clients as well. And um, you know, they, we do it for them really as well as for ourselves. That's good. It's great to hear. I, I genuinely believe that being self-employed is better for the agent. Mm -hmm. It's better for the client. And I believe that it'll also raise the standards in the industry. And uh, so congratulations on taking that jump. Um and I'm really pleased to see you're just doing so well and life's good and uh, congratulations and keep up the good work. No, thank you. And thank you for the opportunity as well. No, it's been a pleasure. Take care. Thank you. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. 
If you'd like more information about becoming a self-employed estate agent, I will add a link in the description. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.